When the going gets tough, and it often gets tough, we need a way to figure out that we'll be all right. But then we read articles in the media that talk about how much more successful other people are. Or we see a company that just sold for 52 billion trillion quadrillion dollars. There's a lot in our periphery that can make us feel pretty bad about the spot that we're in. Maybe it's time to change your perspective of your periphery. Go ahead, say that three times fast. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, we're going to talk about measuring success for small businesses. How do you measure what success looks like? And more importantly, are you even using the right measuring stick? I beg you, and I implore you, and I urge you to pick up a new measuring stick this week. We tend to spend a lot of time measuring ourselves and our businesses, whether we're aware of it or not. There's pressure from our colleagues. There's pressure from the media. There's pressure from our own parents. There's no way that you're not spending a few moments today, consciously or subconsciously, taking stock of what you've been doing and holding it up against how other people are doing what they do. When we get stuck in the very narrow tunnels that we all have, we don't realize that we're not measuring correctly. Maybe you're measuring what you do and how you do it the wrong way, meaning that it doesn't really apply to you or your business at all because of your upbringing or maybe because of something that you read in an article somewhere. Someone recently told me about a measuring stick that she learned about in graduate school, and it was pretty darn misleading because she didn't realize until many years later that it didn't fit what she was doing at all. So, let's talk about the types of measuring sticks that you should not be using, shall we? First, let's chuck the profit stick. Constantly examining how much you're making relative to other entrepreneurs? It can kill your joy. It'll also force you to focus on the wrong stuff. This one is really intuitive. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. But when you give yourself the pressure that maybe comes from your perception of other people in your life, your partner, your grandparents, your next door neighbor, it feels very real. Do you know what ends up happening to folks who use this stick? They end up being really focused on revenue, not net profit. And they start lying to themselves about how much money they're making and how well their company is doing. And then they focus on all of the wrong things. And then they continue to not make much money, but they somehow make a billion dollars in revenue. I think you know where I'm going with this one. Chuck the profit stick. Next up, throw out the time stick. It should never be your goal to achieve balance. Spoiler alert, if you've ever heard me talk before, you know that I believe very strongly there's no such thing. Nor should you be working all hours of the day and night to prove that you work a lot. And therefore, you're a successful entrepreneur. No one's watching the clock except for you. 
No one ever told any small business owner that 40 hours per week was the definition of a working person and how they'll be successful. Well, I take that back. The way the government surveys business folk like us, and the way that the media reports on business folk like us, and the way that major corporations collect data based on folks like us, you would think that a 40-hour work week was the only way to go. I'm here to remind you that it's not. In fact, I highly recommend that you rethink the whole thing and try to get a lot more work out of a lot less hours because getting your time back, it's one of the most valuable things to an entrepreneur. Throw out the time stick. Finally, I highly recommend that you get rid of the swagger stick. No need to boast about how well you're doing online or in real life. Just because you see it all over social media doesn't mean that you should participate in it. It's not an invitation. There have been studies, I'll have you know, that reveal that the more people boast about their successes on social media, the more miserable they are in real life. It's a wonderful thing when you hit a milestone or you're featured somewhere and you want to blast it all over the social meds to publicly pat yourself on the back. I really do think that's wonderful. And I think that particularly for women business owners, we all need to do it more often. But if you're doing it for the sake of doing it and stretching to come up with things that sound really wonderful, but aren't really real, we will know that your swagger game is off. Get rid of that swagger stick. You well know that accolades come and accolades go. If that's how you measure success, then be prepared for your mood swings to come and go too. How have you been measuring your success? Do you go by how many new customers and clients you get every week or month or year? Do you consider that success looks like new connections being made? Mailing lists being grown? What about the happiness of your customers? Do you even measure that? There are so many other measuring sticks that you can use, and I shy away from recommending any over others because I don't know what kind of business you run. There's no one way to do this, but it behooves you to take some time and consider what success really means to you and how the answer to that can drive you in new ways and not stifle your creativity or keep you in a constant state of anxiety. I hope you let me know what your measuring stick looks like. You can head to jillsalzman.com slash podcast and leave me a message there. I'd love to hear from you. You don't call. You don't write. Do both, will you? Call or text me at 708-872-7878. Or, as I just explained, you can go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast to record a message so that I can respond to you in a future episode. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover my stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And big thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week. <laughs>